Welcome to the Tony Gaskin Show, best-selling author, celebrity life coach, and international speaker. The purpose of this show is to bring you motivation, inspiration, and education in the areas of life, love, and business. Thank you for joining me. Now let's get started. Hey, hey, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Talks with Tony. Got a question today from a young lady, and it says, Hi, Tony. I really admire and appreciate your words of wisdom and advice that has helped me over the past few years. I'm hoping to get some insight from you on the topic of trust in a relationship. Thank you so much for listening. And you said the past few years. Thank you all who have been here with me for years. She says, recently, a spiritual advisor who I look up to quoted a scripture from the Bible from Jeremiah 17 and 5 that reads, Cursed is the one who trusts in man, who draws strength from mere flesh, and whose heart turns away from the Lord. He is telling me not to put trust into the man I'm with because the Bible says so, but rather that love is better than trust and I should demand respect all at all times. I am having trouble with this scripture because I am with a man I no longer trust because of his constant lies and cheating with the same ex, but who now vows to change. I am having a hard time trusting him again, and it has now become a task to believe the smallest things he said. Now, after reading this scripture, I am conflicted with, am I not supposed to trust him anyways because God said so? Can you please help me with this, Tony? Thank you. Well, I tell you what. Now, the scripture to me is saying, cursed is the one who trusts a man who draws strength from mere flesh and whose heart turns away from the Lord. So what that means is, is that if a man is depending on himself, meaning I always tell people and I tell my wife, I am not faithful to you. I'm faithful to God. You cannot keep me faithful. No amount of love in the world for a human being can keep me faithful. I'm faithful to God because he commands that I be faithful. And that is from where that is where my help cometh from. That is where my salvation comes from. That is where my grace and my mercy and my favor comes from. So I let my wife know that, yes, we got married and I love you and I receive favor. But you have to realize that a man who finds a wife finds a good thing and receives favor from the Lord. So you're not receiving favor from the Lord if you don't know the Lord. You're not receiving favor from the Lord if you don't follow the Lord. So what this is saying, it's not saying that you should not trust a man. It's saying that you should not trust a man who does not have his heart focused on God. You should not trust a man who relies solely on himself, depending on his flesh, meaning that he is saying, I can be faithful because I have a strong will. I can be faithful because I'm a real man. I don't need God to be faithful. I don't need the strength from God to be faithful. That's why people say, oh, so you're saying, Tony, atheist men can't be faithful? That's exactly what I'm saying. 
And when you show me one of them, show me 10 of them. And if you show me 10 of them, show me 100 of them. And when, when you show me all of them, we got to get the lie detector that the CIA uses, and we got to get on that for me to believe that a man, a heterosexual male, cannot cheat on his woman with another woman in the form of pornography, physical sex, or masturbation without the help of God. I don't believe it. I ain't never seen it and ain't never met a man that has told me out of his mouth, I am 100% faithful to my wife. That I believe. That I believe. Some of them say, I don't cheat on my wife with another woman because, well, it might be with another man. So that's why you left that out, buddy. But when I'm here to tell you that a man who knows God and trusts God and leans on God and believes in God and goes to him for his help, for his strength, you can trust that man. And to be honest with you, that's why my wife doesn't check my phone. She doesn't check my email. She doesn't question me about my whereabouts. Right now, I'm in the studio. I'm in the studio and with my podcast producer, Chris, and I could be with another woman right now. I could be with another woman. My wife is not texting me. She's not calling me. She believes I'm with Chris. I could be recording this podcast for one hour and then meet up with me a mistress at for another hour. Tell her to take off work. You know, I don't work a regular job. But tell her to take off work and I meet her and we hang out for a couple hours. I could be doing that. Guess what? A lot of men are doing that, telling their wife they're at work, but they done called off because the wife don't look at the pay stub and see that he got paid for 32 hours instead of 40 hours. So that day he missed, he was with his boo, but the wife didn't pay attention to it. She didn't look at the time sheet on the pay stub. And so a lot of men are doing it. I could be doing that, but guess what? My wife's not asking me where I'm at and what I'm doing. You know why? Because she knows that I trust God, that I lean on God. And so that's what this means. So now you've been you've been cheated on. You've been cheated on. And we're in here if you said, because the man I am with, I no longer trust. Now, now see, one thing I learned about reading all these emails from women is y'all are very detailed. Y'all are very detailed. And it's just certain things you're going to say. Because now you say the man that you're with, but you did not say anywhere in here about your husband. You no longer trust him because of his constant lies and cheating with the same ex, but who now vows to change. So for one, he's cheating with his ex. Two, look like y'all aren't married. And then three, if he's cheating with his ex, that means he's having sex with his ex. And if you're worried about him cheating, also I know an abstinent woman mentions that she's abstinent. So it sounds like to me you having sex with him, y'all are in a relationship, you quoting the Bible scripture and wondering what God is telling you and he's cheating with his ex. What I want you to know is that if y'all are not married, 
then God's word does not apply to you. And what I mean is God is not advising fornicating relationships. He's advising marriage. And what this also, this is not just talking about cursed is the one who trusts in man, who draws strength from mere flesh and whose heart turns away from the Lord. That isn't just talk. That's not even talking about a relationship. You can apply it to a relationship, but this is this is talking about trusting your brother and sister, trusting your mother and father, trusting your your coworker, trusting your boss at work, trusting any human being who draws strength from their mere flesh and whose heart turns away from the Lord, not just in a relationship. So what you have here is if you are in fornication, then you really can't consult God or the word of God about your relationship. And I think, and so hopefully you're married, but even if you are married, just to everyone else listening, because I, I receive a lot of messages like this to where people are in fornication in a relationship, but yet speaking about church and biblical principles and God's scripture, the two don't go together. You never seen God sit and wallow and partake in sin. He will speak to a sinner who is seeking help or advice or knowledge, wisdom, understanding, but he will not partake in their sin to reach them. God cannot bless mess. What I mean by that is he won't send a blessing or a revelation or a word if you're wallowing in your mess. Now, when you're reaching out like this here, this is when the word can reach you. So if you are in fornication, you need to leave anyways because you've already began to try to build a house on the sand. If you've been cheated on more than once, you need to leave anyways because now this is a clear choice and a habit because this is a grown man and it's common sense that you shouldn't be cheating, especially with your ex, but you really, and you shouldn't be cheating with anybody. And if you cheat once and you receive grace and forgiveness, you definitely should not cheat a second time or a third time and then vow to change. You would be a fool to stay. And if you stay, because even God in his word gives you an out from marriage due to infidelity. So if God who created the institution of, of marriage, well, not who created it because studies show that it was around, marriage was around long before Christianity, but God who has ordained this unity this covenant of marriage, if he says it's okay to divorce if your partner has been unfaithful, if he's telling you to leave, then you ought to leave. You ought to leave. And 
If you're not married, definitely dodge the bullet. If you're married, you still got grounds to leave. And guess what? If there is no trust, because see, love and trust, they are not synonymous, but in a relationship, they go hand in hand. Because see, you can love somebody and not trust them. And I know it doesn't sound right, but you may love your father because you, you, you love him, meaning you care for him. You will cry if he dies. You will sacrifice. You will help him out. But you don't trust him because he stole money from you before. But yet you still love him. You can love somebody and not trust them. But see, what, what happens in a relationship is it's not just one or the other. They have to go hand in hand because when you're in a relationship, you're not just loving this person. You have to trust them because you are giving them your body you are giving them your life. You are vowing to love them until death does you part. So if there is no trust, then there is no relationship. There is no real love. So you can never be with someone that you don't trust. Even if you say out your mouth you don't trust them, if you're with them, your presence sanctions the relationship. It sanctions the environment. So I can say I don't trust my wife, but if I'm not blowing her phone up and questioning her, and if I'm going home and talking to her happy, go lucky, everything is fine, even if I said I don't really trust my wife, but I'm not following up with that, I'm not harassing her, then truthfully, I really trust her. So you might say out your mouth, I don't trust them, but if you're not bothering them and harassing them and really worrying about them cheating, then there is trust. In this case, the trust is gone. The relationship is gone. The, the, the relationship is done. Um, I, I didn't hear abstinence or waiting until marriage. I didn't hear marriage. And uh, just for a lesson for those of you who write in, put those key details in there. But I, I know typically those things we're going to mention if, if it's true, if it's there. So, I would say you ran your race and it's time to move on, but it's a personal choice. But please know with every choice, there are consequences or rewards. And what you, if you choose to stay, know that you know that if he cheats again, that your heart can withstand that pain and agony, and that you can get up from that point and move on then with your life without hating yourself and sabotaging every other relationship to come later. Hey, thank you so much for sending that in. If you want to go deeper on this topic of love, make sure you visit TonyGaskinsAcademy.com, TonyGaskinsAcademy.com, and get the Real Love course, Real Love University. If you have a question for me, please send it in to inbox at TonyGaskins.com, inbox at TonyGaskins.com. Thank you so much. We will talk soon.